Mm -hmm. Progress indicator. Busy. Progress indicator. Window. System dialog. You are currently on a menu item. To click this button, All right. press control. <clears throat> space. Welcome to the Divinely You podcast, as well as Sarah Divinely You on YouTube. I'm up and at it, and uh, it's early, and um, it's okay, and I'm having coffee, and I figured I'd pop in and chat while I'm having coffee, and uh, I really feel the urge to talk about deprogramming because we're in this like weird space that for some of us is old hat. And for other people, they're in a, what the fuck is actually happening space. And I'm like, maybe I need to talk about this a little bit more. And I know a lot of people are talking about it, but I figure my perspective is always important, especially since it's my content. <laughs> um, so what do I mean by deprogramming? I mean that if you have done the same, so I, hmm, let me go back to that. If you've been doing the same thing every day, your entire life, break that shit up. <laughs> so I'm not somebody who, so I have made conclusions about myself in the last couple of months that, um, to me are, are solidified. Um, and one of those conclusions is something that I've obviously known for many years, but it's now just like, I, there's just, so I'm not normal. Maybe y'all don't know this. I'm not a normal person. Um, but most importantly, I'm not someone who functions on a normal routine or normal schedule. And so anytime I've had to work a full-time job, it's actually triggered more depression than it's been worth. So I worked a full-time job for five years, 2005 to 2010. I also worked full-time in 2017, 16, 2016 to 2017. I worked full-time and I don't have the energetic capacity to work full-time and try and do life. So what would happen is that my life would fall to the wayside and I would end up in dark depression. And so when I started doing coaching work, um, and self-healing and all of that, it really became clear to me, especially the second go round that I can't do normal routine. It doesn't work for me. Um, and you know, as I've started to study more like spirituality and astrology and things like that, the more it made sense, like time isn't real anyway. So it doesn't actually matter. Um, and then I see people who like have this routine, like they get up, they brush their teeth, they take a shower, then they have coffee, then they have breakfast, then they go to work and or play or whatever. And they can't, they cannot disrupt that. Like it's not in their cognitive to disrupt that. So, you know, here I am, like I have always made sure to brush my teeth before I do these videos because it clears my throat chakra today. I did not do that. Cause I'm like, I'm gonna come with coffee. I'm going to disrupt shit. I'm gonna go early, get it done. go about my day, got some journaling ahead of me, all these things. And like, where are you in the process of like 
Um, I, what, oh, what comes to mind is the con uh, conversations lately about, um, I used to be like a, I used to sleep through the loudest alarms. Okay. Like full blast stereo alarm in the other room and I would still sleep through it. And I know people who have to put their alarm clock in the other room or they have to put it across the room so that they're forced to get out of bed to get the alarm. And what I can say is that the more I get into doing work that I love, even the idea of getting up at 6 a.m. to do my laundry is energizing because I want to get my laundry done a early in the morning because I live in a desert, but B, I want to get the laundry done so that I can take a nap and then do my work, whatever the work is, whether it's a lot of writing or, you know, whatever, right. Doing videos or whatever it is. Right. Like, so I want to get up, even if I'm like still kind of grindy or whatever to get up that early, I still want to get up. If I want to get up and get outside and get the morning workout done outside, I get up energized to do the thing. And then I can, I know I can go and take a nap later and I can I have the flexibility within my routine. Right. So if you're someone who like has to have five alarms or has to, or, and still cannot get up, I would invite you to look at how much joy or not so much joy your life is actually providing you. Because I have it, my assertion is that the reason people have so much trouble getting out of bed in the morning is because they fucking hate why they're getting out of bed. You hate it. You don't want to do it. You're only doing it because you feel obligated to do it. Your heart is not happy. Your soul is not happy. And you're forcing yourself to do that. And aren't we in the time, like this whole damn decade has been a shit show right? But it's actually not a shit show. It's just disrupted from what you, what your, what normal was. And we're not going back to that. This is our opportunity to make it go differently. And yet I still see so many people like wanting and begging for that life to come back. You get to have happiness. You get to be joyful. You get to, I get to travel and still do this work. Here I am in someone else's home in Dallas, Texas, still showing up to do this work. And the super cool part is, is I got a dog for the company. But I get a different experience. I get some different scenery. I get to show up differently. All of the things, but I still get to have all of my conversations all of my meetings, all of my, whatever I'm, a, whatever I'm a part of and whatever I'm up to, I'm still participating 100%. And I have lots of coaches who this is the life that they lead. I actually intentionally went after nomadic coaches because I wanted to be more nomadic. And so, and I know people who barely even leave their house. I was at someone's house recently and I was like, oh, let's go find this um, walking path that was near like a creek near their house. And we get out there and she's like, how did you even know this was here? And I was like, how did you not know it was here? It's literally two blocks from her house. And she had no clue it existed. 
people are so in their mundane day-to-day shit that they don't even explore outside their home. So the, my invitation is to break the hell out of your routine. And like, I don't want to like put it out there like there's something wrong with you or your routine. Because if you're happy with your life and the way it's going, I am not here to say you're wrong. But I'm just observing that when I have conversations with people and they're like, oh yeah, I have to have X number of alarms. And then I still just don't get up because I really just don't want to participate in that thing, but I have to, because this, not the other thing. Ultimately, can you trust God? Like I trust God 120% that whatever's going on in my life, I'm going to be safe and secure and it's all going to be okay. A hundred percent. Does my life go the way other people's goes? Nope. No, it does not. And some people could say that, and I have plenty of people who do, oh, you're such a fucking loser or, you know, you're so this, or you're, you know, you're, you're just whatever. Like I have people saying shit about me all the time. I guarantee it. A lot of them are even in my own family, but guess what? They ain't in charge. They are not talking to me directly. I just know they say shit behind my back, whatever. Or they don't talk about me at all because I no longer matter to them. That's okay too. But I guess, I don't know. I guess for me, I'd rather live my life and be happy than follow the rules or follow the mainstream routine that's like set by whatever. Work a nine to five, la, la, la. I would rather follow my own rules and be happy doing it than to conform to whatever is expected. So we are in this space where we get to deprogram, we get to change, we get to bulldoze old stories, we get to bulldoze all these things and change how it goes. I remember thinking that there was something wrong with me because I didn't want to work full-time anymore because I had so many people in my life who were like, here's what you do. You take the antidepressants, you take the pain medications, you take the allergy medications, you pull up your big girl pants and you go back to work because that's what adults do. Even if the work was making me feel like shit and I wanted to kill myself. That's how I felt working a full-time job. I had great money. I owned a house. I had benefits, but I wanted to kill myself. I was so miserable. I barely had a life because I didn't care. I was like so miserable working the job that I would come home at night and I would put, I would maybe put my PJs on, probably not, but I fell asleep on my couch, usually before 6 PM. I fell asleep on my couch. I'd wake up around nine, nine 30. I'd eat a frozen burrito. I'd take a shower and I'd go to bed and I'd sleep till I had to get up and do it again the next day. Weekends by Friday, I was home. I was in my pajamas and I stayed in my pajamas until Sunday. And then I took a shower, put on clean pajamas, got up and went to work the next morning. I stopped wearing makeup. I stopped wearing jewelry. Um, granted, I don't do any of that shit now, but (laughs) 
um, which reminds me, moisturizer recommendation. My skin, it doesn't feel weird, but I know to people it looks scary because um, people tell me all the time that my skin looks scary. Uh, it feels fine, um, but yeah, I could probably use the moisturizer. I've tried a couple of different kinds and I don't like them. Um, anywho, I digress. But I, I, I ran out of such energy to even, I was even in like yarn crafting groups that I could have cared less to participate in. That just took too much effort. I started going to counseling and I couldn't even bring myself to go to my counselor because I just couldn't, I just didn't care. That's for me what it was like to work full time. To go to a job, be miserable the whole day at the job because of whatever reason. And then to come home and not even want to do my life. Like I could have cared less. So if that's you, if you're like, wow, she's speaking my language, she gets it. Um, I invite you to set up a one-to-one with me because I would love to chat with you about what you're going through. I don't necessarily want you need to be your coach to hear you say what's on your mind. I recently had a conversation with someone and they were sort of struggling to find their words. And it wasn't a matter of they couldn't find their words. It was a matter of no one has heard them on the level that I was able to hear them. Um, And they said, we should talk more often because they're like, I can't have these conversations with everyone because most people can't and don't want to hear different things. So as you head into this week, this week is crazy. I get it. I get that there's this crazy narrative going on in the world. I invite you to turn off your TV, turn off the news, do not listen to it and really dive into yourself. Really give yourself this opportunity to explore, to like, what are you, what do you want in this life? Like you get this one life. What do you want it to look like? What do you, what do you want it to look like? What do you want to get from it? Do you want happiness? Cause I can tell you right now, the level of joy and happiness that I have now in 2022 is not the level of happiness and joy I ever thought I could have in 2012, 10 years ago, we're 33 years old living in small town in central Illinois at the time as before I had relocated back to Chicago I was living in a small town in central Illinois, no transit. And, uh, let's see, no transit. So I either had to walk everywhere, get rides everywhere, which I hated. Um, yeah, all I basically, I mean, I went to a gym and I went to church. That was pretty much the majority of what I did at that point in life. But I couldn't have imagined at that time being as content and happy as I am now doing what I'm doing. I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't. And it went downhill from there. It went so far downhill from, so I was to, in 2010, I was depressed or I guess 20, yeah, 2010 is when I left my job, my first job. I was depressed. I was borderline suicidal uh, and left my job and gave up my house and moved from from Chicago area. Like I was in the Chicago suburbs 
back down to central Illinois. That was a shit show. I moved back to Chicago in 2014. Also was a shit show until about 2017. <laughs> but uh, my self-worth took some hits along the way. It took some major hits along the way. And it's, it's, you know, the last, since 2017, since I started doing the hardcore, really deep healing work that I started to find a lot more joy and started giving myself permission to be have, to be happy, to have joy. And then in 2019, I decided cold was no longer part of me being joyful. (laughs) So Can you give yourself permission to experience happiness, to experience joy? I remember when I first started feeling happiness and joy on like a regular basis. And I started having nightmares because I'm like, I'm not allowed to have this much happy to have be this joyful. So I'd have these horrific nightmares. I'm like, what the hell? And it was because I didn't have the capacity to experience that much joy and happiness. So, and now every time I turn around, it's like I'm leveling up in the happiness department. So, uh, anyway, I'm gonna leave it there, but it's, it's definitely a moment in time where you get to disrupt the fuck out of your life. You get to bulldoze the fuck out of the patterns, the stories, the way you think it has to go and all of that. It's that moment in time where you get to do that. And at first it's terrifying. And in many ways it's still terrifying, but to me, like having the fear and still doing the shit anyway, so worth it. I just, it's so worth it to experience it. So I, I think Saturday I talked about the grueling process of, you know, cleansing some old relationships and, and feeling through all of the emotions. So you might want to go back to that video. Um, because now I I've messaged some of the people who've support, who supported me through that process and been like, I'm glad I went through that. That sucked. And thank you for being there. But the magic on this end of it is that I just feel like I know what I want in relationships. Like I know, I, you know, I'm, journaling, like what I want in, you know, a living part, uh, uh, whether it's a partner or another roommate or whatever, um, situation and, and journaling and writing down further conditions of satisfaction for my future man, partner, male partner, uh, divine masculine. Yes, please. Um, (laughs) um, but mostly what came out of that whole thing was knowing that I, require people in my life who do know that I'm emotional, who do know that I am sensitive to planets, the sensitive to the moon, and that I need a divine masculine that supports the hell out of that. So knowing and acknowledging who and what I need in my life, as far as relationships and stuff, brings me more joy because then I only look for those things and not fall for relationships that don't fit that. So you get this life, you get to choose this life. I know it doesn't feel like it sometimes, believe me, I've had my moments where it doesn't feel like it, but when I take a hold of my power and be like, nope, this is how it's going to go then I, I really get present to releasing the old and inviting in the new. 
So ah, I hope you found this to be helpful. Thanks so much for tuning in on the podcast. Thanks for tuning in on YouTube. Thanks for sharing the videos, liking the videos, all of the things. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's supposed to be a little bit warmer today. So I'm probably going to try and get out and walk around a little bit more and, um, we'll see. I don't know that I'm going to adventure a lot. Um, we'll see. I have a lot of things I want to do just while I'm staying by myself. So, um, as far as writing and things like that. So anywho, have a great Monday. I will talk to you all tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. Love you. And oh gosh. Okay. Zoom meeting window. Morning. Stop recording now.